you leap through the portal into another world. What you see is a human, and that's a human with a great big sword. He's also got other adventuring gear strewn on him, and it all looks kind of simple but fresh, undamaged, and you see it clearly as he scrambles backwards from a door. He scrambles backwards from a door and you can see from inside the stony recesses of this cottage that he's opened come a hideous zombie. Puffs of dark ash cloud out from it as it reaches out for this, this guy scrambling backwards and suddenly that's you inside his head and you are looking through his eyes and you are face to face with this horrific zombie and you can smell the ash getting in your nostrils and filling you you're, you're reeling backwards because you can see behind this zombie there's another one and then there's another one and they're shambling forward they're not so quick but as you are falling backwards you look left and look right and you can see that there are uh, bushes and there are scratchy thorns everywhere this ruined village surrounded by overgrowth and as you look left and look right you look up and you see that there is a sign you've backed into the sign and the sign says danger plant monsters and zombies and all of these weird little bushes are revealing that they have weird little plant creatures inside on all sides of you you have zombies coming you have plant monsters coming you're right in the thick of things leap oh bugger dungeon leap lost leap of fandelver To remember who you are, you must become someone new. But if you fail to play the part, the end will come for you. Now, leap! Welcome to Dungeon Leap. This is story four in the new Diceratops campaign. I am Morg the DM, back again, and also back again is the player of our beleaguered leap, Stephen Youngblood. Stephen, hello, how are you? Hello, Ma, quite nervous, actually. <laughs> Zombies Brilliant. and plant monsters. Fantastic. Yeah, so this is our first recording since we've actually launched the podcast out into the world. How does it feel that Leap is out there now? It feels definite like it's happening you know this 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 ambition and um uh fun time we've had um planning this has uh is paying off it's actually real and it's exciting yeah. it is exciting it is exciting so if you have not listened before the situation is steven's character leap has just arrived in a new adventurer he doesn't know what's going on what lies ahead he doesn't even have a character sheet the other guests do know a little bit about what's going on um so let's meet them now first of all it's a returning familiar voice it's jared baker hello jared hello well you uh you were here right at the beginning of dungeon leap and you are back again um do you have any uh um any wise advice for everyone else given your prior experience <laughs> wise advice <laughs> i think you've come to the wrong person uh <laughs> i mean you know uh, uh, enjoy it this is this is this is gonna go 
um, especially for people sure familiar with the setting, uh, <laughs> to 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 no doubt an unexpected place. Brilliant. And we have uh, two new voices welcoming uh, to welcome to Diceratops for the very first time. Very excited about that. Um, first of all, we have from Ciro Does Stuff. It is Ciro. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, it's uh, wonderful, wonderful to have you here. Um, you and uh, Jared were, just as we were recording recently, you, you did a, um, a game together quite recently. What was that game? Yes, that was um, Duck Quest, uh, made and also run by the creator Darcy. So that was that was heaps of fun. So were you a duck? No, I was a platypus. <laughs> Close. God's most noble creature. <laughs> and yeah. also with us from Getting Dicey, it's Reagan Morris. Hi, Reagan. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, brilliant to have you here. Um, so, Reagan, you have been uh, the GM for Getting Dicey for a long time, which is a very uh, long running and well established DD stream here. And um, I, I wonder if you've got any advice for me in the, the adventure that we're about to go into. I know you and Ciro both have a little bit of experience with it. No, there's I, there's nothing I can give you, Morgan, in regards to advice. You've been, you've been playing DD probably for three or four times the amount of time I've been playing. Uh, so. He just called you old. No, no, I, I got into this very late. I got into this. I sh like I wanted to play this back when I was like a teenager, but I didn't need that on top of all the other things that made me an outcast. So I, yeah, I brought I brought into this very late in life. Oh well, um, as as an old man, a definite old man, um, I am always keen to hear perspectives from people who are not stuck in their old man ways like I am. So uh, just send me a cheeky DM as we go. And you as well, Ciro, because you have a lot of experience running games and this this kind of territory in particular. Um, no. I'm always keen. No, I'm late as well. I started D&D in 2017 and that was also my first roleplay game experience as well. So I'm still pretty young. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, we're very lucky to have you here. So I think it is time for us to make it happen. Let's dungeon some dragons. We're we going to join Leap in this body with a great big sword scrambling backwards from horrific zombies in front of you and uh, twiggy creatures coming in from all around you. Um, tell me, Leap, tell me how you feel. <laughs> Give me the sense of where your head is at and what your instinctive response is going to be. Well, so I, one one thing that happens every leap, I think, is that you just can, like, there's a real sense of dislocation, like, what has happened happening? Where am I? This is a new body, stuff going on. But there's also very much a reptile brain. There are zombies. There are monsters coming at me, and I'm scrambling away. So I have to get quite um, quickly used to the new sized limbs and the um uh and and the sort of heaviness of my of, of this new body without it sort of really having a great sense of where my center of gravity is and i'm scrabbling backwards um so really it's just like distance uh trying to get away from the sign that i'm on um and i think i just start waving my hands i can feel i've got a weapon in one of them so i just start waving it around um, you know, desperately, scrambly is the word. I'm scrambling, essentially, is, is how I feel mentally and physically. Um, <laughs> leaping into sort of terror, it's like, a, oh, great, this is this is a thing. Here I am, right now, action. 
Wonderful. And media res. Awesome. All right. So as you're you're trying to bring that sword up, it's so big and heavy. You need to uh, get both of your hands onto it, and you start kind of waving it around, looking for um, <laughs> looking for purchase, kind of scrambling yourself up. What I'm going to ask you to do is give me an initiative roll, um, and then I'm going to ask for initiative rolls as well from two other people who are going to be appearing to help you out any second now. Uh, Reagan and um, uh, Ciro. Give me, give me some initiative rolls, please. I got a nine from your uh, your boy here. Excellent. Uh, total of twelve. Eighteen. Eighteen. Nice. All right. Um, so let's let's go to you, Sarah. If you want to describe yourself arriving on the scene and seeing um, this mess of danger, there are these twig creatures and there are these zombie creatures and they're all kind of surrounding your friend. Um, could you describe your entrance in a way that uh, kind of conveys to Stephen's character what he might see and experience? Okay, so this tiny little gnome comes hurtling in on her little legs, wearing chain mail and holding a big shield and a big mace, and she yells out, Oswin! Oswin! Oh! Oh dear! Well, I guess the sign was right! Zombies and plant monsters! Brilliant. Are you going to... You can take an action as well. Action oh, um, Mace is out. Smite. Well, not literal smite, but smack. <laughs> what are you smacking at? Zombie um, or a plant? I think the plant I think the plant is the nearest thing to her from where she comes running up, but unfortunately that's a three on the dice, so I don't see that hitting anything. <laughs> okay. Right. Um... So yeah, you you swing at one of the um, little little twig creatures, and it uh, ducks out of the way with this uh, the wood on its front just kind of twists and bends a little bit into what looks like a cheeky little grin, and it flips up its branches, which reveal themselves as little sharp claws, um, and then it hops from foot to foot, getting closer and closer to. Poor old uh, leap in the middle there. Um, who was <laughs> who came after you? Did you get Reagan? I got a twelve. You got a twelve. I think it's you that comes next. Okay. Um, what leap sees is a very, very uh, traditional-looking elf. He's very sleek. He looks young for an elf. Maybe not for a human, but looks it looks pretty young for an elf um he's got uh two blades two short swords um one in his left and one in his right hand with a long bow on his back he looks like he's ready for action uh, but he's really really not he's got shoulder length white hair like trailing behind him as he starts running in and he's quickly just analyzing like zombie no zo not that one no he's trying to find something that's going to be like make him look really helpful, but is going to be the easiest target. And he sees one of these, two of these like plant creatures side by side, and he just brings out his two swords and sort of just attacks with one with his bonus action, going to attack the other. Uh, right. So first roll is a nine, and the bonus action is a uh, crit fail. 
<laughs> Excellent. So do you want to describe how, how that goes down? He's he's running in, leap sees him running, and he does like this leap over, like past, uh, behind um, leap, or he doesn't know his leap, but uh, past him, and he just whiffs it, just like the first one just like slices just straight past it, but he d he knows he's missed as it's coming through, but he's just got this confident look on his face. His, set, his other blade, it comes flying past and with that crit fail just leaves his hand and and clatters against the stone wall of the uh the cottage uh, the the oh ruined cottage <laughs> incredible incredible okay um uh, so leap you've seen these two people leap in to rescue you but um you you probably still feel a little bit unrescued and in need of rescuing yourself uh because they haven't succeeded in much of anything and and their, um, their action and their movements, it, it all feels pretty uh, fresh and un, untutored. Not the most experienced of adventurers, but sure, they've got a lot of heart. And you as well, obviously, have something going for you because you've got this great big sword and you are being... Well, these these twigs are coming at you. I think the twigs are going to um, get some attacks on you. They're going to be clawing in your vicinity. Um, you are... You kind of managed to swing your big sword just enough to keep their sharp claws from getting at you um there's another couple of them which are closing in on uh the um the elf and oh elf um one of these uh claws just slices through the elf you're going to take three points of damage elf as uh one of the twig claws gets close to you um you see that there are those zombies getting in closer and closer and then there is a, another one of the little twigs gets right up to um the mace wielding huffling oh i rolled a natural 20 it's going to be six points of damage to you Ouch! <laughs> oh no things oh, no. are looking bad it's up to you leap what can you do so i i sort of look around and i see this little gnome who, who seems like really eager and keen um, and then the elf who comes in, who's also really eager and keen, but maybe a bit green. And I think, well, they're fighting the zombies and the plant monsters, and they seem to be the monsters and the zombies seem to be heading towards me. So maybe we're on the same side. <laughs> and um, a quick mental calculation. Um, it's still quite slow, I think, after post leap, he has to sort of um, coursing with adrenaline helps him sort of make these choices quite quick and things. Well. He goes, and um, I think Leap uh, tries to stand up. <laughs> That's the the main thing he tries to do, and in doing so, like, but standing up, using his sword as a as a fulcrum, um, and and like, and then tries to sort of kick the zombie that's close, sort of a a, a leaping push kick, um, uh, because the sword is standing him up, and he probably can't swing the sword <laughs> up at the same time. That would be a you want to get it away from you. Yeah. Really? All right. Yeah. Give me a give me a strength roll. Of course, you can't see your character sheet, but I no. Can. But I can tell you that my strength roll sucked. Oh, no, <laughs> it's a seven. Seven. All right. Well, you are pretty strong. Um, and okay. it's a big sword. Yeah. This um this big zombie. It um it's pretty strong as well but it's very poorly balanced as it looms in close to you. So you plant your foot 
it's not the greatest kick, but it's you just kind of connect with its hip in a weird way, and it spins off sideways and kind of bumps into its friend. And as they connect with each other, there's a big puff of ash that comes out of the two of them. Can you give me a constitution saving throw, please? Sure can. This is, oh, this is even better. It's a three. Three. Brilliant. Okay, so the ash gets in your face and gets in your eye. You're coughing and your eyes are streaming. Oh, those zombies that you kicked away, they're kind of slowly reorienting themselves. And there's another two zombies coming and you look over at those two people who came over and, and the little twig creatures with their claws out are they're just closing in and they're clashing their claws against each other. Oh, it's looking pretty bad. And then there is movement. So... Jared, do you want to describe what happens next? Okay, just just sort of casually <clears throat> walking in from from behind you guys, like unruffled, you know, like oh look what's going on here. Um, comes in, get another person that you've never seen before. Uh, he's um quite obviously a a a, a tiefling. This one's a bit a, a bit greenish. He's got the horns, the full deal. A um, you know, just strolling in. With a, with a with a with a little dog under one arm and a staff held casually in the other, he goes, "Look, you guys are doing really well, uh, but you don't mind if I step in, do you? I've got this. This will be this will be okay." And then he plants his um his staff and goes, "Warlicus Forsicus," and a wall of force a hundred feet wide appears between us and uh, the zombies and twigs. And any zombies and twigs that get caught in it sort of get forced onto the other side of that wall. Oh. <laughs> awesome. Okay, um, the, the twigs were kind of circling around, so I think there's a couple of twigs that are still on your side of the wall, but you just plant this enormous wall of force. There's zombies suddenly on the other side of this barrier. There's twig creatures on the other side of this barrier. Um it's uh, it's looking like a much much more even battle all of a sudden. So we'll we'll go back to uh, our gnomish friend. Sorry, I said halfling before. Our gnomish friend. Um, what what what's your next move? You've just been hurt quite badly by one of these twig creatures, which is still on this side of the barrier. Yeah, I'm um, Oswin will quickly rifle through her ring of keys and she'll pull out one and she'll go healing word. And heal herself. She just oh. says healing word. Yeah, she says healing <laughs> word. <laughs> That's what they taught her. Um, and once she's good and healed. Yeah. Oh, yep, yep. The, the four plus the five plus the two. Wow. I mean, I overhealed. And then <laughs> she will smack whatever is actually still nearby her. Yeah, that twig that, that has has your blood on its claws. Well, I, I want some of that back later. Uh, that's a, a... A 12 to hit. 12? Actually, oh. actually a 13. A 13 is just enough for you to connect with it. Give me a damage roll. This is this is your mace, yeah? Yeah, so that's a 5 bludgeoning five. damage. So you, you're going to splinter it to pieces. Do you want to describe it for me? Oh, yeah, she's she's quite annoyed this bubbly cute little thing smacks down the mace right in the middle of it and little toothpicks go flying in all directions around her love it um 
Alf, you're next in our list. What what do you do? Um, there's there's more of these twigs on our side. Uh, of the, there uh, are, wall. I think, two more on two more on this side of the wall. Um, he looks over and sees his shorts, uh, one of his short swords up against the. Uh, it's like being pinned between the force wall and the ruin. He's just like, uh, and he just grabs it. He, Tightens his grip on the short sword in his one hand and just tries to swipe out and and, and takes a uh, like a, a step back, like a, a leap back. Um, so let's have a quick roll here. A nineteen to hit. Oh, very good, very good. All right, give us a damage roll against this this twig Ma- creature. Max damage of eight. Brilliant. All right, another success. To say how it goes. Um, he cuts through as he leaps backwards and, and just like slices diagonally up. Uh, it's quite haphazard. It's, it's uh, anyone looking makes it almost look like it's accidental more than a, um, a purposeful attack as he scrambles back and away. Amazing. Cool. Um, one of the other twig creatures, as, as you are um, maneuvering yourself, it hops up on a rock nearby and swipes at you, but um, it doesn't manage to get through your, um, your defenses there. And uh, there's one more of these twig creatures which um, was in a position to get at, um, get at Leap or whoever you're in leap and you see it closing in on you and uh it it rolls a four so um its claws are not um i imagine you've kind of got your your enormous sword still planted in the ground and you're kind of kicking it away as it gets closer to you so you're keeping it at bay and it's your action so what are you going to do now now i know i have an ac of at least four or five (laughs) so um so i look at it and i i guess i just um I pick up the sword and I want to really just over deliver on this thing's death. So I will, I will, um, the opposite of an uppercut, I'll sort of a downward smash, um, with the sharp end of the sword, but just overwhelming force, um, to, to crush this twig thing. Uh, and I will do that with (laughs) another roll of nine. Nine. Um, okay, is that going to be enough? It is. That is just enough for you to connect with this thing with your um, yeah, your full strength. Um, and oh, it's it's going to be another lethal strike against the wood thing. So you tell me how it goes down. So it's it's kind of like um, it's a it's a it's a devastating blow that swipes down. Um, I think I think leaps at the same time he's trying to kill this thing but also wants to test out the muscles and work out what this body's like so he's just kind of stretching himself as well from being leaping and, and, and having leapt so um, it's, a, it's a swipe down uh, through the top of this uh, twig monster um, and I think in Leap's mind it's going to be like a Voltron slice where it goes down and then this sort of the, the creature just falls apart in half but what really happens is it just brittily collapses um, and, and and sort of little bits of twig wiggle around for a while and then stop. And I think that leaves Leap with a bit of um, mild disappointment. <laughs> like, like the not being very good at chopping firewood kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I didn't want kindling. Uh, I wanted... Uh. Yeah. Cool. So the tiefling is um, surveying all of this. There is one remaining twig creature on this side of your barrier and a bunch more and zombies on the other side where they can do no harm 
Um, what what do you do, Tiefling? Well, I go um, still still um, holding holding the um, uh, the staff, but with the arm holding um, holding the the dog, I just reach out a finger and go boop, and a witch bolt uh, strikes out at the <laughs> um, the last um, the last twig. Uh, so that would that's a twenty five to attack. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. yep, and. Uh, <laughs> I do have some D12 somewhere, so that will be uh, uh, 17 damage. 17 damage. All right, this <laughs> this last um, twig creature erupts into tiny, tiny splinters, um, and as it explodes outward, um, I think all that's left that's uh, able to make an impression is the presence of your your magical power. Do you want to describe what the the after effects of your witch bolt are as they are felt by the other three? Uh, it's it's kind of kind of like this this green kind of force that that just erupted um, from from the from the the finger, um, and as it hit. The, the twig it, it's sort of like like if you sped up a video of something burning like a like a it just sort of sort of burns but really quickly and then suddenly there's nothing left about apart from kind of a few bits of greenish smoke and then nothing at all and just just kind of like a like because it's quite brighter a green after image you know amazing all right, so this wall of force is still in place and there are a bunch of zombies kind of pushing against it mindlessly trying to get at you and some twig creatures as well who have kind of frozen in place but you can still see them looking for a, a way through a way to get you um the four of you i guess get you get to talk against against this <laughs> backdrop of of observant zombies kind of pressing against the wall so let's hand over to the four of you what what happens next who speaks first does anyone need healing uh the elf like uh, having just sort of moved away from that previous uh, attack, just flicks his head back and his like white hair flicks up and behind him. Um, yes, uh, I wouldn't mind a little bit of. I'm uh, not too bad. And he sort of points towards uh, some scratches from from the the twigs. Um, quite weird well, little creatures, weren't they? Oh, you've got a few splinters. Okay. Um, yeah. Oswin, do you need any other healing? I I need to. I've only got one. Sp- I can only do one more um, divine spell, so if you don't need it, I can I can cast it on Amalus. The, the gnome is the gnome's looking at you when she says that leap. Oh, oh, um, yes, yes. Uh, I yes, am you do need healing. Amalus, no, Oswin. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, no, are, I don't. You, I don't. I got. Uh, might have, might have been. Um, which I presume is a problem, uh, but I, I didn't seem to affect my uh, health overall, so <laughs> I'm rolling with it. Bit of a bad taste, like a like a peaty whiskey. Um, but I think I'll be fine. Are you all right? Oh, <laughs> he's quite chatty, eh? Hey? <laughs> oh, a little bit of danger will do that to you. Sometime. Yeah, Oswin, can you bend down? I want to feel your forehead. Maybe you've got a fever. These, these anyway, you guys removing themselves. All did so well. I'm really. <laughs> it's a little bit of pride in here. Oh, you 
Oh, you really did. You really did wonderfully. By the way, do do we want to do we want to do anything about these guys on the other side of the wall? Uh, I mean, what, like, do we have, do we need to go that way? Is what did I'm, you have to block my short sword, Jerry? Oh, like we could get it out. It's gonna like I could make that go away. But obviously, if I make it go away, uh, we're gonna have a little bit of a uh, zombie problem. But I can. I could deal with that as well. It just it would be probably better if you were all a little bit further away from the zombies because you know when things go boom, uh, sometimes uh, unintended consequences and all that. Um, yeah, I'm just going to. What do you think? Un- unintended consequences as he walks off, like pulling these little splinters out of his, um, getting some distance on this wall. Okay, Jerry, you you deal with all of that. I'm I'm gonna go do the healing over here, and she'll grab Oswin, leap by by the hand, and drag him along. Have you like eaten anything weird lately, or did you get some of that green stuff he threw around in your eye? Maybe. Yeah, I I I got I got some stuff in my eye, but I, I I'm feeling full, so probably okay to eat wise. Um. But I think I thought I don't know. I I think I don't know if that was my was that my first zombie. I'd have been my first zombie. I, you you did really really well, Oswin. Just come here, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Jerry, maybe you could get some water. I'm really concerned. Maybe he, he, I think he hit his head. Yeah, Thanks. I'll, I'll you, just you... let me just deal with these uh, characters on the other side of this thing, and then we'll um yeah we'll we'll. We'll we'll get that done. Hang on, you guys. Uh, that's probably about far enough away. So, um, Jerry Leap stands up. I'll, I'll help. Uh, no, a little, little, little bit further. A little bit further. A little bit further. Thank you. I think okay. I think Leap just, just walks up to him and sort of pushes everyone back, saying, "Yep, back. Get back further, guys. Back further. Get back further. further. Uh, yep. Look, yep. And I'm look. I, I'm I don't want to have attached day to your eyebrows, mate. Um, <laughs> just a little. Okay. And take one, a respectful step back. And two. And three, and uh, drops and the wall, and at the same time grounds the staff, and a, and emits a fireball right into the middle of the collection. <laughs> <laughs> there is a huge explosion of fire that that just burns up the zombies. The zombies are um, they are kind of disintegrated into little pieces of. Um, burning zombie that are then just nothing at all, just piles of debris. The little um, the little twig creatures are indistinguishable from all of the other foliage that has been set on fire by the fireball, which is all burning. It's not a fire that's going to spread; it's too green for that. But it's um, there's a lot of smoke. There's a lot of mess. It's it's a um, it, there's a big bang as well. Your ears are ringing from it. The implosion sound of that fireball. It's a huge display. Your faces feel that heat hitting you and you can look at the fire it's all on your eyes as well um as you're kind of clearing your senses from that you you see the the tiefling standing there what's the tiefling look like what's his expression he didn't even look as it happened he did the full explosion <laughs> walk away uh, kind of thing walking back to you go oh oh that was a bit of fun wasn't it um Oh, team, do we? You, you still anyone? Anyone still a bit sore? Do you want to? Do we need to have a rest? We need to have a little rest, guys. Uh, what? I can't hear you. My ears are ringing. 
<laughs> Leap's just like standing there in quiet admiration with a bit of like respect. Like, huh. All right. Wouldn't have uh, just aimed it a little bit more to the side, could you? As, he lo- as, um, as my character's like looking down at his glowing red hot light short sword, just waiting for it to cool down. <laughs> Couldn't have just... I understand that you wanted to put on a show, but now... <sighs> Thank you, Jerry. Uh, look, I'm really... Oh, sorry, but look, look, as we go on, although I'm sure, like, I know that's... Maybe it's got sentimental value or something like that, but I'm rec- I reckon if we if we find this mine they've been talking about, you'll be able to find all sorts of what is that? A, a, oh, it's a little bit too big for a dagger. Uh, short, yeah, short sword. Yeah, you'd be a, yeah. Family heirloom. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. it's, uh, yeah. It looks it's pr- very nice. Um, and yes, silver as well. Oh, our um, oh, our gnome as you are. Uh, um, kind of busying yourself looking after people, you spy a figure appearing around one of the trees from the other direction from the, the wall and the fireball. A uh, um, man, um, he's an older man, he's white-bearded and he's got heavy eyebrows that are, are down. Mm, he looks um, unimpressed and his voice rings out, so all of the rest of you become aware of him too. What? What's going on here? He did it. My character's like trying to lift up this short sword with his other sword, just trying to balance it to try and get it up off the ground and turns and it clatters back down to the ground. He's like on alert. Inside. And he turns and uh, turns his back on you and waves an arm to follow him. And he heads towards uh, um, one of the buildings that is still standing and still in pretty good condition. Oh, he seems fun, doesn't he? <laughs> we should go and uh, see what old Grumpy wants, shall we? Um, <laughs> this what do you is say, not a very nice thing to Sorry? say. I mean, obviously he's not happy about the explosion to his ruined village, but I mean, we can't say he's grumpy. He might just have a grumpy witch face. Well, look, someone is grumpy about, you know, lives being saved from zombies, I mean, how much stock are we going to put in his opinion? So it sounds like Jerry is uh, happily following after this bearded guy, leaving the other three of you to linger just a little bit so you can have a little conversation away from Jerry if there is anything you wish to say to each other. I think Leap just stays silent. He's just sort of taking everything in trying to figure out what is going on and what his role in all of this is. And it's definitely, um, he's got a, a vibe that actually he's used to being in charge and people looking to him. So it's kind of a bit of a shift. <laughs> and I, I think he's processing what that means. He's got mixed feelings about it. You know, I had that, right, Oswin? You know, I had that. I had your back there. I was, didn't need all that show. From Jerry, did we? I just, I just walk towards the. Uh, I look at him and then I just, I, I sort of uh, lightly grunt and walk in towards the follow, follow the Jerry and the old man. Well, at least he's back to his old self. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, and she holds up the key. Healing word. 
He's getting his swords together and sheathing them and, and he's following in behind now, pretty reluctantly, kicking kicking some twigs and stuff uh, left over, whether they're alive or were alive at one point. He doesn't know or care. He's just sort of kicking them out of the way. Um, Amalus gets fully healed as he walks nice. off. Beautiful. Cool. <clears throat> um, so, Leap, you uh, enter the... Um, this stony cottage it's been reinforced with bands of iron it looks in much better condition than uh, the other ruined buildings all around the place um there are narrow slits in the windows and it's dark inside so it'll be a good place to keep an eye on what's happening in, in this village um and standing in the dimness within is the white bearded man and the tiefling um so, uh, yeah, I think Jerry was probably the one who'd be filling the silence if anyone is going to be. So, um, how are you doing that, Jared? So, Jerry takes in the room, looks, looks around and goes, Look, I don't, I don't want to be, um, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to blow smoke up you, but I love what you've done with the place. Look at this. Oh, what a, what a, what a, I assume this is your home? It's lovely. Meanwhile, I'm just sort of staring around the room, um, looking for exits, looking for early balls, looking for um, uh, entry points, exit points, um, weaknesses, uh, and then... It's really basic. It is so incredibly basic and um like this guy if he sleeps in here he must sleep on the dirt basically there's there's just nothing but there are clear signs that he's been hanging out in here there's kind of a few very simple possessions set in a corner neatly um yeah so i guess leap then just goes and stands by the window and looks outside yeah but both to give the you know, looking outside for watch, but also giving him time to sort of think and go, oh my God, what's happening here? Cool. And as you look out, you you see um, the other two just catching up and arriving at the entrances. Do you, do you just want to, anything more that you want to say to give us a sense of who these two characters are um, for for Leap, of course, and also for our um, anyone listening? Um, I think the last of the splinters are like falling out of um, Armless's uh, wounds at the moment, and he's reluctantly. Thank you, uh, thank you, Bonnie. Uh, I do appreciate. I understand. Uh, it's not an easy thing to uh, bring up that kind of curative energy in someone of your size and stature. So I appreciate everything that you've done there. It's um still going to scar though, isn't it? I was I was expecting a full. No, I mean, thank you though. Thank you. I do appreciate it. Well. You're welcome, Armalus. Um, I you didn't have to mention anything about my height, though. That that was a bit rude. It is what it is. Um, anyway, how's it, is it, Jerry? Is everything? Have we found the druid we're looking for? Uh well, uh, I, I'm not entirely certain. We haven't quite done introductions yet, but I mean, what are the odds? The white-bearded uh, guy closes the door, and he looks still um, kind of, yeah, kind of unimpressed. He's still not a happy chappy. Adventurers, mm. I can see you've come from Fandolin. 
have the smell of the south on you. And that means I know why you've come. You want directions to the castle where those goblins are hiding out. Those goblins that have been causing so much trouble down there. That's what you're here for, isn't it? Well, uh, I can tell you about where those goblins can be found. Yeah, um, goblins, yeah, oh, love, uh, love to know about goblins, but second of all, um... Just, just under his breath, Leibs says some of my best friends are goblins. Would you, uh, happen to know where we might find some sort of lost mine? His eyebrows go up. He, um, assesses you all again. Maybe you better tell me exactly why you've come here. Well, look, uh, I'm, I'm more of a tag along, to be honest. Uh, these, these, these three, uh, <clears throat> they're out, they're, you know, they're, they're giving it a, giving it a great go, aren't at you, at you. So you're the tag along. So who is the leader of yeah. your group? Oh, well, look, look, I'm, I'm trying to give them a little bit of guidance. You know, they're out on their first adventure. They were like, Fetching and carrying for some guy who went missing, you know. <laughs> but um, we've we found we thought that it might be more fun. To, I mean, you're like, oh, clean out a castle of goblins, Ugh. or uncover the lost mine of Fandelva. Yeah, that sounds like an adventure, and that's what we're about. So, are you the leader? Oh no. Um. Uh. Well. It's more, it's a democracy. I look around the room and then I look at the elf. <laughs> I look at the, at the uh, gnome and I look at the tiefling and I just, uh, no, and turn back and look outside again. I mean, Oswin here was the first to run into danger here. I, are you wanting to know because uh, whoever is leading, you are going to put to task and oh, troubles and dangers. If so, then Oswin's your man. If you were just wanting to tell the leader of the group how amazing they were for coming this far, then I believe I am your man. Elf. You're actually an elf, not a man. Hypothetically speaking, I am a... <laughs> yes. Uh, Elven male. Uh... There's no real slang for that that, that, that gets utilised. <laughs> I just co-opted. Maybe you could come up with something, I mean. Well, this is a dangerous place. It has always been dangerous since the fall of Thunder Tree some long time ago. Oh, well, Osmond's the eruption of the mountain. Zombies have been here, and then the twig blights infected with corruption of the undead into the nature itself it turns my stomach but it is a corruption that remains and so i return to this place and now there are other dangers to be found here up in the tower the old wizard's tower there is an even greater threat mm. and i saw from your display out there dealing with those zombies that you are adventurers of some skill Oh, I'm sure you'll be able to deal with that threat. In that wizard's tower, there lairs a dragon. It still feels now. It still feels a little bit like we're getting off track here, because I think what we were discussing initially, uh, if you remember, 
the first question I asked um, was, where is the lost mine? Um, uh, dragon in a tower? That, that sounds fun. Yep, sounds like a, the kind of thing that we could definitely deal with. Uh, goblins in a castle? Most of our time, to be honest. Uh, well, if you deal with that dragon in the tower, drive it off from this place, yep. then I will tell you exactly where to find the lost mine. Oh, okay. You, uh, we, we scratch your back, you scratch ours kind of scenario. Uh, yeah, I, I see. What do, you, what do you reckon, guys? Want to go and um, mess up a dragon? Some of my best friends are dragons. Goblins <laughs> are feeling a little less dangerous. So we get the same deal if we <laughs> take care of these goblins. It's a dragon. How many goblins are we talking about? A castle of them. Oh, it's a small oh. castle. Small dragon as well? Uh, uh, oh, dragon. He is a ferocious green dragon, but his greatest threat is his wit, his words. Don't listen to him. If he gets talking, he will outwit you with his devious <laughs> ways. Oh, he sounds like a bit of a laugh. Uh, we could kind of a have a chat with a dragon um i mean yeah, what, look we could go and you know i walk up to the uh murder the, some the, goblins the... if you guys are into mass murder i didn't think you were that kind of crew but uh all right i just walk up and say which way the dragon dragon is found in the wizard's tower at the top of the hill i do not think he will be home right now he would have come to investigate the sound of battle he will return here long. Start walking out the door. Oh, uh, Oswin, uh, maybe we can just ask the dragon nicely to leave. I'm, I'm going to follow Oswin. <laughs> Look at my sword and just say, oh, I'm going to ask him nice, all right. I'm gonna ask but him beware, there are nice. other forces at work in this village. There are sinister beings creeping in the shadows. I do not know their aim or purpose. Good, good. Oh, look, that was an excellent chat. Um, I, as you can see, a little bit more of um, an anarcho-socialist collective than a than a than a strict democracy. A um, uh, lot of lot of lot of lot of people with with, with their own ideas. Um, but it looks like uh, old um, Oswin there is off. After the dragon. Amalus is like following quickly behind Oswin. Oswin, are you you sure? Like, uh, in the time that we've been together, I think I've seen you mm, mm, almost kill a goblin and almost kill a zombie. I had, and you're going up against, you think you just just walk up to a a, a dragon, Oswin. Are are you out of your mind? I have a feeling, a a pretty good feeling this is what I'm supposed to do. So I'm just going to do that and, um, and we'll be good. Yeah, gonna kill me a dragon. You in or you're out? I'm gonna gra- I'm gonna kill a dragon. Um, I mean, I'll co- I'll come along to to help heal anyone. But I mean, I well, I'll stop you from dying is all I can really do at the moment. But, but yeah, Armless is like eyeing up some of the ruins around here just to see if he can get like a a, a perspective on the tower just with his with his longbow. He's like, I um. Uh, your, your confidence is, is, is stirring something that I'm sure Father would be very proud of, but I just need to make sure that... Uh, yes, um, okay. <laughs> okay, so as um, 
uh, Oswin, you see uh, Armalus, the elf, kind of looking left and right and trying to glance up at the tower, and you, your eyes follow as well. And as your eyes move, you see a flash of yellow, and coming around from behind a tree is the familiar figure of the yellow-shirted Ham. Ham, who has been um, an interesting figure in your experiences so far. He walks through the edge of the tree, and he looks at you with his mournful face. I um, I look behind me, and then figure that it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Walk up and follow. Okay. <laughs> I thought I'd um, see you eventually. Didn't think I'd be there soon. So the other two are you. You maybe hear the first words. Oswin starts talking to himself as he heads behind a tree. Um, but we'll we'll stick with you. Uh, leap as you um catch up with him. Well, yep. Uh, I can tell you a few things about yourself if you're ready to hear them. Yeah. Okay. You tell me some things, then I've got some things to ask. Well, can't stay too long before I have to bounce away again, but I can tell you your name is Oswin Bale. You're a warrior, fighter, but only just. You and your companions? Well, this is the beginning of your time together. You're caught up in this business with Fandolin. It's a town in trouble. And the fates seem to have you guys lined up to save it, but, um... Well, you're quite a long way from Fandolin already. So, not quite sure how that's all going to work out. So, I'm here to help. Um, I'm here to win. I'm here to kill a dragon. Do you know, like, is Ooh, the dragon the problem with Fandolin? You're not here to deal with the dragon. Well, not yet, anyway. You go up against a dragon, you will be a, a dragon snack before too long. And then I... Go on to my next adventure. Right? Well, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I'd prefer to keep you intact as much as possible. I want to spin this out as long as we can. So what are you saying? If I die here, then I, that's it? Might be. Hmm. I'm still trying to work out why you're bouncing through different bodies, my friend. There's a lot of mystery around you. You're quite the most interesting thing I've come across in a very long time. And when I say a long time for me, that's a very long time indeed. Yeah. Tell me something, Cam. Um, can I trust you? Well, you know, I've got my instincts that tell me to reply with the words, do you have any choice? I'm going to go further than that. Because I like you. You can trust me. Now. In the long term, wouldn't advise it. Oh. It'll have to do. Appreciate the candor. <laughs> Just turn and walk off back towards the, uh, still towards the dragon, because in the absence of anything else, a plan is a plan. Vaguely towards a hill where I assume a dragon is. I mean, I... <laughs> cool. So, um, as uh, Oswin starts walking again, 
Um, what's what has transpired? I think Jerry might have uh, emerged from the the spaces. Do we have anything else going on with Jerry? Yeah, Jerry's come out. He said he said goodbye to the um <clears throat> the droid. Like, mm-hmm. look, uh, it wouldn't kill you to um do a little bit of decoration in here. And what sort of person? I mean, you're sleeping in the dirt. You could. You could drag some leaves in here, make the place like clean the place up a bit. Have some self-respect, buddy. Anyway, thanks for the tip. We'll be back once we've dealt with that dragon. Uh, I'll be off to the mines uh, for our, I guess, treasure. Hey, eh? <laughs> sounds. Oh, what a pleasure doing business with you. Uh, yeah, see you. See you real soon. And <laughs> Leap sort of turns around and thinks, "Oh, I should have asked about the mines." Looks around to see if <laughs> Cam's still there. Cam's not there right now. Huh. Right, do you guys, yep. do you think we need, um, as I know I could, I could do, I could do with a little bit of a, a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of shut eye before we go and do a bit of dragon murder. Um, you pr- probably could charge up the old, uh, you know, mystic energies, uh, that's sort of uh, that sort of carry on. A little, 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 little bit of a nap. Are you I know. Sing now? Have some food. Have some food. Oh, look! If you're lucky, I tell you what. If you're lucky, we'll get another song from Old Armalus here. <laughs> Do you remember the Nile? Uh, I bet we did it. We haven't had scratched the surface of your repertoire, buddy. Um, another, I do have a few. Um, oh, I knew it! I knew ago. it! You've got the you've got the voice of a minstrel. I tell you, are you if you ever if you ever were going to choose another career, I would say uh, fard. Oh I mean, no! Come uh, on. Sorry, I know. Sorry, I'm just teasing. You know, I know you don't like the rough trade. Obviously, uh, you know, wire master, something like that. Um, anyway. Oswin's uh, trudged far off. <laughs> He's just, just you don't walking. you don't need a little rest either. You don't need a little little bitty buys. Um, well, it would be nice to spend some time sleeping and praying to the gods, but I I can I can keep you guys alive. And um, Oswin seems to be really intent on this, so I'd like to try and keep Oswin alive too. So um, I'm going with Oswin. All right, look, um, you know. I don't want to stand in the way of you three killing your very first dragon. I, of course, I've I've killed heaps, so many dragons. Oh, orange dragons, uh, a couple of yellow ones. Uh, once, like oh, this dragon that was sort of. <laughs> Uh, Armalus is just know, like walking off, leaving Jerry. Just pink with blue stripes. Song. A pink with blue striped dragon. You are oh, dragons. Pink dragons. Uh, yeah. dragons just wouldn't leave it. It's breath off. weapon. <laughs> it was like, uh breath weapon. <laughs> where's uh, where's where's Bonnie the gnome? I'm not sure of whereabouts she is. Well, she's trotting on off after Oswin, so she's probably ahead of Armalus and definitely ahead of Jerry. Yeah, sounds like Jerry is kind of sauntering along at the at the back. Okay, Oswin, so um, you are uh, heading towards this tower. You can see it sticking up um, the hill that it is on. Uh, there's a nice pathway that curves around from the Druid's Redoubt 
past some more ruined buildings. And as you make your way around this path, um, you see uh, the beginning of a trail that wins its way up the hillside. But between you and that path that goes up the steep hillside to the tower, there is an obstacle. There are some spider's webs, huge spider's webs that stretch across the pathway, across the lane, from a ruined building to one side to the thick trees on the other side. Um, the hedging is so thick it'd be really hard to get around these webs. They're blocking your path. What are you going to do, Oswin? Um, I guess first sort of looks around to see if the um, they can do fire is around. Um, but he's 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 not. He's he sort of lingered lingered at the back. So I guess first instinct, um, forgetting how spiders work, is uh, to attack the web with the sword to sort of cut through the webs, um, and to see what he could do. Cool. So Bonnie, you are um, coming up behind. You see Oswin approaching this web and stopping there, and then looking over his shoulder, and then he brings out his big sword and hefts it up about to bring it down on the webs. What are you going to do? Oh, um, um, Oswin, Oswin, I know that looks really brave and I'm all for it and everything, but maybe we should wait for Jerry and Jerry can deal with all of this. Yep, we can wait for Jerry and I just keep, I, I slice. Oh dear. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, you slice down into the web and you cut through some of the web and it parts and then more of the web vibrates and uh as armorless you around the corner you have this perfect side-on view as two enormous spiders the size of small horses skitter over the walls of a ruined building and skitter down the other side and close in on bonnie and on oswin your friends who are right next to a web and uh, they're they're suddenly being ambushed. It's happening right in front of you. He's just going to call out Jerry and just uh, and instinctively just run in towards uh, unsheathing both of his short swords again. Glinting. Wonderful. Let's let's have an initiative roll from all of you, please. It's a sweet sixteen for your boy. That's a four for Bonnie. Thirteen for Armalus. Nice. A nine for Jerry. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, well, we're going to do one round of this. Um, and this is, I think, going to be a big dramatic climax. So a big dramatic climax for the episode is going to start off with... Oswin, you're up the front as this great big spider comes crawling out towards you because you just disturbed it and you set off its trap or whatever is happening. What are you going to do? Um, I, I take it I see the spider. It's, it's not a, yep, cool. So uh, turn around and face it and I go, great. I sort of extend to my full height and think, I've got a big sword. I'm a big, clearly a big guy i can i can take i can take the spider so just confidently walks up and um goes for a lunge straight into its into its scut you know aims right for the center of its head um nice. uh it wants to see the spider curl upwards you know curl over and and um but it, but rolls a nine hmm. a nine is uh not quite going to be enough for you to get this 
spider. It's not too far off because it's a great big spider, but it just narrowly misses from the, I think the the thick hide of its um of its carapace just fends off your blow, and you're still not quite used to swinging this big old sword. It's just a bit awkward in your in your arms still. You can't get your weight through it properly. Armless, you're running into the rescue. W- what are you going to do? The like the hairs on the back of Armless's neck is up. He hates spiders. He's just like as he goes, comes running in. Um, what's what are the situations for Bonnie and Oswin at the moment in regards to the spiders? What can he see? Um, I think Bonnie and Oswin are both having a, a spider is approaching each of them. These great big spiders. He, he's going to see that and um, and and head for Bonnie um, with the idea of just like. Trying to to uh, slash out at the um, the legs of this of the spider. Uh, it's an eleven, and then uh, an he's gonna, eleven. He's going to use his bonus attack to take a second swipe with the second sword. Okay, uh, cool. Which is a seven. So I'm worried neither All of those right. are going to hit. Yeah, you're needing a fourteen to get these spiders. They're big and they're tough, so you run in to help, but it does no good it does no good um uh next in our order is going to be uh jerry jerry the tiefling you are i think you're a little ways back so um you're just kind of hearing that there's some kind of kerfuffle up ahead you happy to let it roll for now or do you want to do something jerry oh jerry will pick up the pace a little bit you know (laughs) to come around the corner just 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 moving from a from a saunter to a fast walk (laughs) <laughs> Everything all right, guys? How we no, doing? No, help! All right. Um, let's see here. I think what's going to happen is... Uh, oh, the spider that is near to uh, Bonnie is going to spit forth some web. And it's spitting forth its web. Oh, it's going to be webbing at Armalus, I think. Because now, Armalus you and I both know the spiders things. don't spit webs out of their mouths. So this is no, some pretty gross stuff well. that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> some, some real indignity. Uh, yes. thrown so it's a range attack of 20 that is going to uh, restrain you. Armalus is wrapped up in horrific webs. The other great big spider, the other great big spider that's near you, Oswin, is closing in and it's um, getting its teeth ready. But I think it's going to spin around and it's going to try and web you up as well. And it's going to get, oh, it gets an AC of 16. Is that going to be enough to get you? It is. You are also wrapped up in webs. The two of you are webbed up. Standing in between these two webbed friends is Bonnie, you are not webbed up. You've got two enormous spiders either side of you. What are you going to do? Oh, oh no. I can only go for one. Which one? Which one? And she'll sacred flame the one that's attacking Armalus. She's got a shield up. She's got a (laughs) ring of keys. She shakes them. Sacred flame! Oh, and before we resolve that sacred flame... You're just going to cut back to Jerry as you are observing what's going down. And as you're observing what's going down, you notice to the side of you there is a cloaked figure with a strange draconic mask. He says, Hey, buddy. Don't worry about them. I've got an offer for you. And I think on that note, 
we're gonna call it a day that is our cliffhanger it is the end of episode one of the lost leap of fandalva um <laughs> thank you everybody thank you zero <laughs> thank you thanks for having thank me you. thank you reagan thank you thank you thank you Jared. thank you and steven thank you thank you all brilliant all right there will be uh, all kinds of details in the show notes and there'll be more to come in a couple of weeks time bye 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 this was dungeon leap lost leap of fandelver with zero of zero does stuff reagan morris of getting dicey our own jared baker and stephen youngblood as leap featuring jules Bergeser as the mysterious voice Thanks to Alexi Action for music and Nomi Kubomi for sounds. If you've just discovered us with Dungeon Leap, check out the Diceratops Presents archive. There's lots of fun stuff to explore. Reminder, give us five stars. It's free and it really helps. Cheers. Diceratops is proud to be part of Kiemu Fakuto or Aotearoa Kiwi RPG. Say Kiora on the socials. We are Diceratops NZ. Sometimes we do emails, sign up at our website, diceratops.nz. I am Morgan Davey. We are Diceratops. We love games and our shows are for everyone. <laughs>